0: Welcome to the Star Singer Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Van Boxtel, and I specialize in the art and science of vocal performance, helping singers just like you to give amazing performances so that you can feel comfortable, confident, and in total control of your voice every time that you walk on and off stage. This podcast is here to help you on your journey to becoming a star singer. So let's push play on this episode. Today on the show, we have Deborah Henriksen, who is a member of my paid community, the Star Singer Green Room, which helps singers, singer songwriters, and independent artists feel amazing about their performances and their recordings and staying on top of their voice so that they can make an impact with their music. Like, I want you to feel proud. Of your voice because it's the voice of your music, really. And it's incredibly important. And when you're wearing all of the hats, you're marketing, you are creating albums, you are going on tour, you know, you're singing, you're live streaming, you're doing all of these things. If you're not continuing to master your craft, there's, there's just really I think it's so important. There's really no point. You have to continue to be a master of your craft. And so that's why I created The Green Room because I know that voice lessons are expensive and you might not have a lot of time. And so my goal is in 10 to 15 minutes a day, just three to four times a week, you can feel more confident and comfortable about your singing and then also... Have that transfer into your amazing performances. So Deborah Hendrickson is a member, and she is going to be on today. Now, Deborah was actually nominated for Amazing Female Voice 2020 in two categories, both the folk original and pop original categories, <laughs> by a Dutch magazine called Fair Play Country Music Magazine. So, and she has used the strategies in the green room to do this, and I'm so excited to talk to her today. We're gonna chat about her musical journey and why she chose to join the green room and how even after working with nine voice teachers, actually it might have been ten, Deborah didn't feel like she had a great understanding about the breath and how to use it. What? Not 10 voice teachers. Like, here's the thing. Like, this isn't your fault. If this isn't working for you, you need to do something different. And the green room is really working for Debra. And what Deborah discovered about the breath inside the green room and how it helps her to sing higher and feel more confident. Why the external intercostals should be focused on instead of the diaphragm, and we talk about releasing the breath versus conserving the breath, and this is just going to be an amazing episode because Deborah has been there, and the stuff that she is describing, I know that you can relate to, and I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. I'm here with Deborah Henriksen, and we are going to talk about her. And... (laughs) And it's it's going to be awesome. So Deborah is a member of the Star Singer Green Room, which is my community for singers who want to give performances that they feel proud of. We have a lot of singer songwriters. We have a lot of singers who are artists. The big thing here is that you know they're starting to take their music and their music career more seriously and vocal coaches can be like really expensive and you know i know as an artist like you're wearing all of the hats and you're doing all of the things and sometimes like there just isn't the time that you <laughs> you want to get to dedicate to something so when i created the green room i want to make it super simple so that busy singers who you know really want to make a go of this want to get serious want to see if they have what it takes can do this in 10 to 15 minutes a day, three to four times a week. So Deborah is here and Deborah, I want to know, I want to know about your journey. Like before the green room, what were you, what were you doing? What was your strategy? What did your, how did it, it look for you?
1: Well, I've been at it a long time. I don't know how far back you want to go. <laughs> uh, Cause I mean, I, uh, I mean, I started out, being more interested in um, classical music and I trained doing that but I always had my heart in uh, folk music um, and years went by eh, I moved to Sweden it was a little hard to to find myself here and uh, when I finally uh, started doing recordings uh, I just ended up finding out well hey there's this whole other voice that i haven't been using for all these years yeah and that's sort of when i started to get really serious about what i do now okay well that's so awesome so as you
0: were like working to find this voice what were some of your what were some of your experiences like was it happy was it sad was it easy (laughs)
1: Well, to begin with, I mean, altogether, when I started working on this, I'd had, I think I figured it out. I'd had 10 voice teachers, which the most recent one I'd said to me, oh, that was nine too many. <laughs> uh, but anyway, when I got to doing this, I, 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 was, I was working with a producer and we were recording for an album and he would say, well, that's nice, but let's just try it in another key. <laughs> so
0: okay. we
1: just sort of... Gradually started taking the pitch down, and that's when I discovered I had this voice, this other voice um, that was sort of like untouched. But of course, I had a, I still had the um, the classical training.
0: Yeah, totally. It. So why did you choose to join the green room? Like, where were you at in your in your career, and why did you just make that choice to just say, "Hey, I'm going to go for it"?
1: <laughs> well, um, I had made the choice to stop um, recording new, new songs of my own. Um, and so I was, uh, so singing to backgrounds of the songs that I have recorded, um, which are original, but I wanted to go back and do stuff that I did before then, which was slightly higher (laughs) and can't find your head voice. (laughs) Um, it was sort of like that, you know, It, it was like, it wasn't there it wasn't easily accessible anymore. So I decided that I needed help here and I didn't, I, I, I shopped around quite a bit and I, I don't trust a lot of people, but I, I, um, I saw something that, uh, uh that you had done, a training that you had done for, I think it was for, uh, for Brie on the Female Musician Academy. Uh, and, um, it just, uh, I liked what you had to say and, uh, it made sense. So I thought, what the heck? Well, that's
0: awesome. So you had found that you, you felt like you lost your range because you have been singing in this, in this lower place. Right. For quite some time.
1: Yeah.
0: And you wanted to sing higher. Okay. Awesome. So what did it feel like when you were like trying to sing higher and it, it didn't come out the way you remembered it.
1: Uh, it was uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, mostly uncomfortable. It was frustrating uh, because I know that, you know, well, at least at one point I did have those, those tones and I thought, part of me said, well, you know, you're getting older. Gravity affects all body parts. You know, well, maybe that's all it is. But then I decided, no, nah, I got look, to look into this and figure it out it maybe it isn't entire. Maybe I don't, I don't have to get, you know, sing a coloratura, but I mean, I could do uh, a little higher because, um, so anyway, that's, that was my motivation.
0: Yeah, totally. Awesome. So you said, all right, I want to sing higher. I'm kind of liking what you're doing, Tiffany. I'm just going to go for this. And then you come in the green room. And then what was your experience? It was what fascinating. Was
1: it was so fascinating because but you had
0: some voice teachers.
1: I know, but that's that's the shocking thing, you know. What you you really work with the breath in a way that nobody had done before. Oh, tell me more about that. Tell me tell
0: me um tell me your experience about the breath before joint like like the thing that you learned about the breath before the green room.
1: Um well, um I must say that there was basically I had one teacher who talked to me quite a bit about compression of the breath and that Mm -hmm. you wanted to you wanted to create a pillar okay (laughs) Uh, and so that the breath that was coming in should be the breath that was coming up (laughs) and um, you know Sounds a little confusing. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's what I liked about it. And then and when you started talking about the Farinelli exercise, I mean, I'm, I'm a geek when it comes to the Baroque period. So I knew about Farinelli and I thought, whoa, anything that has to do with Farinelli is for me. Oh, cool. <laughs> so
0: can you tell the listeners a little bit more about, about that exercise if they're well, not
1: used a, to it? <laughs> You're training your external intercostals so that, I mean, around your ribs there. Okay. So that you can access them. And uh, that's what I wasn't doing.
0: Well, there's I a mean, lot of talk about the diaphragm. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like everyone says the diaphragm is is the thing.
1: Yeah, but exactly.
0: But I'm It's. I mean, not. it's <laughs> I'm so glad that we changed your mind. I mean, that's a thing. I think that that's holding a lot of singers back because, you know, they really think and they're, and that's what they're told. And here's the deal: medical professionals, like doctors, disagree about yeah. if the diaphragm, if you can control it directly. Yeah. Or not. And so yeah. the only way that I know how to control it is the external yeah. intercostals. Extra- exactly.
1: Nobody talks
0: exactly. about. Nobody I talks know. about. Very strange. Very <laughs>
1: strange. So uh, when I, when I got to those exercises, I decided, hey, I'm not going to go to the sing higher relief. You know, I can. not I don't need to go worry about singing higher. I need to sing, you know, to, to get my breath back. Okay. Uh, uh, Yeah. I love that. Not only back, but better. And because in the very beginning, I noticed I couldn't, I couldn't, I could do the four, four beat count, four count beat or whatever it was, four beat uh, exercise. But then you, you know, you're, you're increasing it. And I, uh, I had no more left. I mean, once I'd gotten to four, you know, that was it. <laughs> yeah. So with
0: the Farnelli, we do the timed timed training with inhales right. and exhales, and it starts out, you know, with like four and four is four is pretty easy because four seconds isn't a very long time. But then no. we start to change the ratio of the inhale to the exhale, and yeah, and because a real song isn't going to be regular and easy all the
1: time. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. It isn't. And the thing is, I realized that a lot of what you have. To- I've learned from, from the green room and for what you do is things that I've, when I'm warmed up, I do them, but I wasn't aware that I, what I was doing when I was doing it right. And so I had nothing to go back on oh, uh, when, when I, I didn't know what was going on.
0: Yeah. Tell me more about that. Like when I'm
1: warm, when I'm warmed up, like when you're warmed up, like what does that entail? And how do you that, feel? that entails uh, if I'm warmed up and comfortable, I am breathing. I am using those intercostals. (laughs) You're (laughs) aware of
0: them, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And it feels in in an entirely different way than when I'm not warmed up. So uh, the other thing is if I'm nervous, you know, can't access them. It's like the bottom, the bottom drops out, you know. Yeah. You know, that, that up to there, it would just drop out. And uh, I wouldn't have anything there. So the phonation would just cut
0: off because there was no, there was no
1: airflow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Well, a lot of people will push, they'll try to like get it out and then, then it'll like go sharp or
1: crack or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I suppose I had tried that too, but I, I, uh, (laughs) I usually, I usually dealt with it by, by decrescendo there. And sometimes, you know, that could be effective in the song until I'm warmed up. Yes. I'm so glad you say that because so many people try to attempt
0: high notes and they think Mm -hmm. that if they let off the gas, if they decrescendo, if they get a little quieter, Mm -hmm. it'll be a little easier. And that's true. But when you're changing the airflow, you're messing with a lot of stuff. Right. Might as well just keep it consistent.
1: Right, right, right. And the other thing I noticed um, in the early exercises in the green room was I wasn't releasing my tone right away. I was sort of saving it um because that was that was my misconception about ho- uh, controlling your breath because i had to make it last as long as possible mm, but not yeah. by by releasing it you know um uh, so that took me a long time to realize well not a long time a couple weeks i guess that, Well,
0: well you- the, the realization can be a lot faster than the result and i think a lot of people can get frustrated by that too like where you're like oh man I really need to release my breath at the beginning of the phrase instead of trying right. to save it for the end. But then right. you're like, okay, I understand that.
1: Yeah. But then yeah. the act of like right. doing it consistently. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you, you say in the exercises, uh, when you're done with the exercise, you should not have any more air left. Um, uh, you should have released it all by the, in the say the four count if you're on the floor. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's what, that was my clue that, uh, you know, I had a lot of air left. Uh, so I know that I wasn't letting it out at first, which I do now. And, um, it's a big difference. Well,
0: that's great. And that's why I love a lot of the exercises in the green room because they're, they're very, they give you those clues. Like yeah. a lot of the exercises, if you're not doing it quote unquote, right. If you're not yeah. doing the exercise successfully, you will know. And yeah. it will give you clues about what you need to right. improve. Right. Like if you right. don't feel like you're out of breath, you're like, okay, well, this is a flag. This is something we yeah. need to look into. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the next thing that I thought was super was the lip buzzes. I have a granddaughter who, who does, she was, she was doing a lot with the book, war when I could still meet her, you know, she was doing a lot of lip buzzes. She's a, what, oh. 13, 13 months old or something, 14 months old. And I thought, I tried to do it too, you know? And I couldn't do it, you know, not very far. You know, it just sort of stopped. And then, then um, so then I was delighted when you use the lip buzzes so much because uh, uh, it's such a clue that what, what your breath is doing. It's like, you know, uh, uh, a receipt. Oh, check, you did that. If you can do the lip buzz, you've got the
0: airflow the way it should be yeah absolutely and a lot of people will do the lip buzz. like a lot of people learn from teachers where they'll like squeeze their face and i'm like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can't do that because then no. you can change the pressure in your right. face and that's not telling us anything about the actual right. breath and how right. it's going so you started and you wanted to sing higher yeah and but then you became fascinated with the breath exercises well and- i
1: realized that i there's no point in trying to go higher if i not <laughs> i didn't have the basics oh
0: that i wanted them that's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, singing higher, it literally takes more airflow because when you sing higher, your vocal cords like abduct, they kind of right. stretch and create more resistance. So they do require more airflow. So it, it would be like, oh, I'm going to put more gas in my car, but your car isn't even going down the street yet. You right, know? right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: So yeah. that was, that was
1: so smart that of yeah. you. Hmm. So now I'm slowly working on the, um, uh, sing higher elite but I'm still doing it very slowly but that's smart, um, I spend more time on on the uh, on the breath uh, that's, the, that's the first smart. the first parts
0: yeah well and you are I've noticed that you have gained a few at least a few half steps in, yeah
1: I, at have. Least. I have I have so what is part of the problem I have now is that if I'm singing I've thought those, that's great if I, I do that a hundred percent. If I'm singing a song that's classical, um, mm. which I do occasionally, um, and I want to be able to do that, but I haven't figured out how to—I um, don't know—modify it, color it, or something. And when I'm when I uh, I'm doing some of the songs that I have written that are you know they're they're a different genre, and yeah, and I. I want to have a few of those tones up there without the classical sound. Totally. So, so I haven't got there yet. Cause what I've noticed is that to get the higher tones, when I was singing in the other style, I really narrowed a lot of my, the back of my mouth inside, um, to make a very tiny sound with very little, uh, vib- well, not little vibrato, but not much vibrato. Mm. Um, And it straightened it out, and I I find now that some of that is still um, uh, second second nature now. Um,
0: Yeah, if you're playing with the pressure, because the vibrato shows up when you have more space, you know, and that can be uh, interpreted as a more classical sound, you know, and then if you want a more straight tone, it can be really uh, tempting to just, like, constrict it and change the space but yes. then that's if you don't have enough space and airflow you're going to be really capped off when it comes to range so that's
1: exactly what happens
0: <laughs> a lot of this is about registration and so mm-hmm. you'll get there because i know that you're working really hard to build a strong foundation and then mm-hmm. and then moving on but i think as you move through Higher elite once you get to module three that's going to talk about that first vocal break and blending that. And I think that'll mm-hmm. give a lot of information about that higher second vocal mm-hmm. break and how to give it a little bit more weight without mm-hmm. losing the range so that it doesn't sound so classical and it does mm-hmm. have that like mm-hmm. edge mm-hmm. or yeah. color to it that you yeah. want Yeah. So, well, how long have you been doing How long have you been in the greener right? I don't it time flies. I, st- I started in January the end of January, oh wow, so that's only like five months yeah, yeah now how do you feel like you've improved in that time like compared to
1: the the stuff that you've been doing before? Well, I would say that um it's don't a you- whole new ball it's a whole new ball game right now. oh tell me more about that yeah, well, it's like um. Uh, i've just sort of i've really determined that i'm gonna uh, learn this skill um and yeah i just um i haven't been doing a lot of performing because of the um (laughs) you know corona so what the heck um so i've been yeah i i still sing my my other songs i've done a couple of facebook lives and a couple of short recordings to, to post on different places, and I it feels very good with what I've been doing. Oh, that's great! So I mean, yeah.
0: some of the and some of the skills, you know, the foundational skills, they you learn them, and then it's about translating them into the songs and like really getting right
1: timing of the breath. <laughs> <laughs> timing
0: of the breath, yeah, yes. I mean, the things that a lot of the, uh, the things that I think make the green room unique are the, the large focus on rhythm, yeah, and then the external intercostals. I mean, like you said, yeah. these are just things that nobody talks about, like, and they should, they, oh. <laughs> they should,
1: they, they should, should.
0: <laughs> because they work, they work, you know. I think there's a stereotype of sing with yeah. the diaphragm, you know, oh, like, yeah. well, how do I do that? I can't even yeah. make my diaphragm move. I don't,
1: yeah, like- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so no, it really works. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with it. And I, I'll be happy to see another what it's like in another five months. <laughs> yeah,
0: me too. Me too. So what are some of the things that you've noticed um, now, you know, as you're building that stronger foundation? And because it, it sounds like, you know, you have a lot of experience and you're and the other thing is that you, it sounds like you're trying to unlearn some things and relearn some things depending on, you know, your goals. Yeah. And unlearning tends to take longer than like just. Learning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause this is like unlearning back again. It's yeah. sort of new. Cause I already unlearned a lot of what the classical training I had had. Uh, but of course I realize now that uh, there was a lot missing in that classical training, even if I'd had a lot of, voice teachers and yeah um so yeah I am on learning what I taught myself or adjusting maybe adjusting is better (laughs) well
0: and my goal with the green room is because like there's I it seems like there's either two styles I mean you've got the classical style and then you've got contemporary right musical theater and like nobody lives in between you know I'm trained classical and it's like Hmm. Classical singing is the most scientifically efficient. Like, it has been proven multiple times. But the thing is, like, there are certain styles of songs Hmm. that you just can't sing in full opera mode or they're going to sound ridiculous. Exactly! Exactly! So my my goal is to kind of cater these really efficient techniques and make
1: them usable in your voice. Yeah,
0: and that's exactly
1: what I was looking for which is uh, why I'm really happy.
0: <laughs> yes! I'm, so, I'm, I'm so excited. So what have you noticed as you're, now you mentioned that you're not doing a lot of performing because of Corona and you have different, the, your goals are different. You know, you're working to like build this, but you have recently received some accolades. And I also want to know like how you're feeling
1: <laughs> with these new techniques.
0: Mm-hmm. Like uh, songs. Well, songs.
1: Yeah. I feel yeah. I, I I feel much more confident um, using what I have learned in the last five months. Much more confident. Um, Why? Like how uh, does how does it affect your voice? Uh, well, my my it's there from the beginning. You know, it's like when I start the song. I uh, it's you know it's, I, I I have the breath down here. Well, you can't see. I have, I have the uh, ex, the external intercostals are working from the beginning. And they're,
0: they're aware. And, and what interesting, you mentioned before, I can't access them when I'm nervous. So it's yeah. interesting that this is what I'm focusing on. And because yeah. you're focusing on them and you have that space,
1: I don't it's get almost nervous. impossible to feel nervous. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating because I mean, you know, um, that's all, that, that is all that, that stuff about, you know, well, you don't believe in yourself sometimes, you know, and, 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 uh, and I think, I don't need to mess with that stuff. <laughs> I just think about timing of the breath and that the breath is there. Uh, and well, of course I'm thinking about what the song has to say. Um, but that, that, I think that makes me sing better. Well, yeah, it what makes me enjoy myself more. That's for sure.
0: Oh that's awesome. Yeah, and and I mean everyone is so caught up in 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 getting worried and feeling nervous and feeling unconfident, but if you're training and you're laying that foundation and you're thinking about what you need to do when you get on stage, yeah. There's no room there's no brain space for that.
1: No, exactly. Exactly. So,
0: that's awesome. So recently you shared that you you received some accolades. I want to Tell me more about that and how that <laughs> happened.
1: Oh, that was fun. I, I, I'm uh, nominated uh, by uh, Fair Play Country Music Magazine um, uh, for Amazing Female Voice 2020.
0: <laughs> oh, and that's have,
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a great title for an award, Amazing Female Voice. <laughs> they have them in, in different categories. And so I was nominated in uh, Folk, the Folk Original, and pop original so um i was happy about that so yeah awesome so uh, uh, me- it's a magazine based based in uh, holland
0: oh cool and you're in sweden right now right, right. You're, you're an expat yeah. in sweden yeah exactly yeah so that's so cool tell us a little bit more about your music and where we can find your music and <laughs> see more about what you're doing
1: yeah uh, well my music uh, is it spans uh, you could say um uh, folk music with a celtic touch to it um, i love it it's... and <laughs> and um but it also i guess you would say a sort of adult contemporary um, americana country that's to that range you know between yeah. between the celtic and the one side to the other
0: it's so. it's so cool it mm-hmm. reminds me of Anya singing in the irish yeah. Wars. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i really yeah. yeah. I really enjoy it. So where can we, do you have like a link to your music where we could like check it out or support you or yeah, where can we find you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, yeah, to begin with, you can go to my my homepage, Yeah, There you can get to wherever you'll find it. But uh, my music is, all, is on all the major um, platforms, you know, Spotify and Apple and Amazon. Oh, so that's awesome. You can find it anywhere. As long as you spell my name right.
0: Henriksen. (laughs) Yes. There's no D. That's right. That's
1: right. And Deborah with A-H at the end. (laughs) O-R-A-H.
0: I will put that in the show notes so that all they have to do is click (laughs) and then they can check you out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It's been great. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. And I I know that you've inspired a, a lot of singers because you know, they go and having those feelings too, you know, like maybe I'm just getting older and losing it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not not in the brain, but in the voice. (laughs) Exactly. I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) Your age is just a number.
0: (laughs) It's true. Just keep trying. Yeah. Just, just keep doing it. And well, thank you so much. It was so, it was so inspiring.
1: Oh, it was great to be here. Thank you so much. Mm Now, if you
0: want to transform your singing and your vocal performances to performances that you feel proud of, like I want you to feel confident and proud of everything that you're putting out there and your voice should not hold you back. If you want to feel confident and proud of your vocal performances and you want to become a member of the green room, you can head over and watch my free training I want to make sure that you are an amazing fit for the green room and that this is right for you. So you can go to starsinger.co slash captivate now and watch the free training over how to captivate your audience. It's four steps using the dream performance framework. And we're gonna go through that together. We're also gonna go through the three mistakes that singers are making and how you can avoid it and Best of all, you're gonna see if you are a good fit for the green room. Now, if you don't want to watch the free training and you know that you are an amazing fit already, I want you to reach out to me and you're like, you're like, just sign me up, give me the link, like let me join right now. You can DM me on Instagram at Tiffany Van Boxtel, just say green room. I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions to really make sure that that green room is a great fit for you, and then I will send you the link to join. Again, my Instagram handle is at Tiffany Van Boxtel, and you can just DM me with the words green room, and we'll make sure that you can join so that you can start transforming your vocal performances into something that you feel confident and proud of, and you know that you're going to feel in total control of your voice every time. You walk on that stage every time you walk in that recording studio. I want to make this happen for you, and I want to make it so easy for you. All right, so thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week with another episode.